Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Ah, Brian's going to talk about the bomb today. Yeah, we probably will talk about the bomb. I mean, we will talk about the bomb. What's there to say? There was was an exploding barbed wire death match last night, and the final bomb was a dud. Ah, it was a disaster. Now, oh my god, I don't even know where to begin. Guys, it was a disaster. It was a dud. But you know what? Dynamite's on Wednesday. It's not the end of the world. The company is not going out of business. Can we all calm down a little bit? I do. I mean, everyone's heard everything about the bomb. We can talk more about the dud of a bomb and everything like that. I'm sure people have questions. In fact, I know they do because I've gotten like 10 billion emails about it. The bomb, I just want to make this abundantly clear. It was a dud, okay? It was supposed to be a big explosion. And it was a dud, okay? Some people listened to Tony Khan last night. And they came to the conclusion that Tony Khan was trying to claim it was supposed to be a dud. It was not supposed to be a dud. It was supposed to be a great, big, giant explosion, and it was a dud. So what Tony Khan said was, well, I guess we've got the out that Kenny Omega built the bomb, and he built a dud. That's the story they're going to try to tell. If you think that story sucks, you're welcome. You're welcome to whatever belief. But the point is, it was supposed to be a big bomb, and it was not a big bomb. It was an embarrassing puff of... Actually, there there were three rockets that went off. But they were way far away from the ring. And the pyro on the... It was it was a dud, okay? Now, there's a lot to talk about other than that. There's... Well, there's a lot. We'll get into it after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. That, that makes-
meeting starting at four. Can I get those projections? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Karen, do these numbers look right to you? Like at Mia's research firm. To hit client deadlines, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up a non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. Fever is a leading symptom of COVID, and using an accurate thermometer has never been more critical. In published studies, no-touch thermometers miss more fevers than they detect. While the new COVID vaccines are becoming more widely available, it is important to make sure you are protected. Monitor for fever with an accurate thermometer backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Details at exergen.com, where accuracy matters. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Time for your small business report, presented by Dell Small Business. When you're starting to launch a new business, be sure to set it up as an LLC or some other legal entity. Even if you're self-employed and don't have anyone else working for you, you should set up your business as a separate taxable entity from the beginning. Some professionals skip this step while they're still ramping up their client base, but it usually costs $1,000 or less and almost instantly protects your personal assets from any legal trouble your business might get into. So be sure to create an entity that keeps things separate. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I need a moment here, Mike, but before I have my moment, did you get to watch this pay-per-view at last? I did indeed, yes. Okay. Listen, everybody. Had to go through traditional means, though, because as of 1 p.m. Eastern time, it was still not up in English on the Bleacher Report app. That is something they need to figure out quickly. Yes. Now let's talk about this this thing here. I, I got a few things I have to say. So when I was watching the match, okay, I do not 
I'm not a fan of exploding barbed wire death matches with gore and blood, okay? But I was enjoying the match. They, they, it was a, it was a, I can't even imagine, I guess I can't imagine, because I've seen a few of these before, but they worked a psychological exploding barbed wire death match. It was not like the bell rang and they just started throwing themselves into bombs and they were blowing everything like that. They worked it like a wrestling match that also involved barbed wire and bombs. The first time that that uh, John Moxley got sent into the barbed wire and it blew up, I was like, that was pretty cool. There was an explosion and there was smoke and the fans were like, yeah, he got blown up, dude. It was cool. Now then, they did a spot off the apron, a death rider off the apron onto a barbed wire board on the floor. And that explosion was not very good. And so the audience was kind of like, ah. And I'm sitting there thinking, Dude, that bro took a death rider off the apron onto a barbed wire board on his head, and you guys went, ah, because it wasn't a big enough bomb? Well, that sucks. So they keep going, and and granted, the, the good brothers were in there for way too long without someone coming to save Moxley. But they do the deal. There were a couple clever spots, and finally they pin John Moxley. And when it was over, I was like, man, you know, the bar is low. But that was the best exploding barbed wire death match I ever saw. So congratulations to you guys. Then they announced, well, the the place is still going to blow up in three minutes. No one can no one can take these bombs apart. I was like, what? So anyway, I'm waiting around. I'm getting all excited for this big explosion. The, this giant clock appears on the screen. I'm like, ah, here we go. Bombs are going to go off, brother. And then Eddie Kingston comes out. It's like, oh, my God, he's trying to save his friend from being blown up. Oh, my God, but he can't save me. He lays on the body of John Moxley. And all of a sudden, four fireworks out of the four posts. And then way out yonder, you see boom, 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 like a mile away from the ring. A couple puffs of smoke. I was like, and I tweeted this. Oops. <laughs> we waited, and that was the payoff. Part of me was, like, laughing that it was so horrible. And the other part of me was like, oh, my God, can you imagine being John Moxley and and uh, Kenny Omega and you killed yourselves for 30 minutes with bombs and barbed wire and cut yourself and, and poof. That's the end. Omega was furious, by the way. I could tell you all that. He was angry. And then I felt bad for Eddie because, like, this big Eddie's big baby face turn. And, of course, he comes out and it goes poof, 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 and he sells it like he's dead. And the announcers are talking about this giant explosion, and there was no giant explosion. So, it was like, oh, man, what a disaster. But then, here's the thing, everybody. I was on our board. I was on Twitter. I was on the Twitch chat. And I looked through the YouTube comments of the show that Dave and I did. And you know what I saw over and over again that I just couldn't believe? I had people saying that they were depressed. I was so depressed when the show was over. I was so... And if it had been like one person or I got one email, there were so many people that were depressed. And I was like, bro, it was a freaking disaster. But why are you depressed the company is not going out of business they're gonna have a show on wednesday everything like life is going to move on why are you 
depressed, okay? I understand being sad for the guys that they blew each other up and then it was a dud, but you're depressed? Like, it ruined your day and you're still your day is still ruined the next day? Was it really that bad? There's one other thing I got to say. Because it's, actually, it's just one guy who's emailed me 50 times and tweeted me 50 times, and he's begging me on the tweet chat to read his thing. So I'm going to read it because I want to make this abundantly clear. I am not going to defend this final explosion. It was a dud and it was a disaster, but I am going to defend Eddie Kingston. Listen to me, okay? People are like, Eddie Kingston's supposed to be a veteran. How could he make such a rookie mistake and sell this explosion that didn't go off? La, 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 la. Listen. Eddie Kingston was told, clearly, I haven't talked to Eddie Kingston, but this is clearly what he was told. You're going to go to the ring. You're going to try to get John Moxley out of there. You can't. And so you're going to cover him with your body. The ring is going to explode. This is your valiant babyface turn. You have saved this man's life. Okay? That's what he's told. So what does Eddie Kingston do? Well, Eddie Kingston comes down to the ring. Eddie Kingston tries to get his buddy out of there. He can't. And so if you actually watch the show, what does Eddie Kingston do? He covers his friend. He covers his own head. And he hears, boom, 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 boom. And then he rolls over and he plays dead like he's supposed to. How was Eddie Kingston supposed to know it was a dud? He covered his head. He couldn't see anything. So he laid there dead exactly like he was supposed to. Now, once somebody came out and they were like, brother, it didn't blow up. It sucked. I mean, you have two options. You either just jump up and go, hey, thank God this thing didn't blow up after you've played dead, or you just go along with what you, What was Eddie supposed to do? What was he supposed to do? John Moxley had his eyes closed. It wasn't until the show went off the air that John Moxley cuts the promo, and he went into business for himself, and he basically said, well, this Kenny Omega's a great wrestler, but he can't build a bomb worth a damn. And that appears to be the story they're going with. All I can tell you, if you're depressed, is I saw Eddie Kingston cut a promo on a cookie, okay? This guy's going to go out on Wednesday, and if anybody can cut a promo and explain why they sold an explosion that wasn't there, I trusted Eddie Kingston. Maybe it's going to suck. Maybe it's going to be horrible. But it happened. We all saw it with our own eyes. They're going to do the best they can, and they're going to move on. Must we be depressed? No. Why would you be depressed? I don't know. You talk a whole bunch of nonsense in forums and discords and on social media, and you have other fans dunking on you because you run your mouth so much that they throw this wet fart of an explosion, a bomb that went into business for itself. You know, they throw that back in your face. To me, that would be the only way you're going to be depressed. I mean, what was there to be depressed about about that match? Yeah, the explosion was bad. Everybody's got to eat it for that there were jokes after jokes after jokes, many of them hilarious. You know, the Titanic theme is Eddie was down there covering Moxley. That was hilarious. I just, there were plenty of them. It is what it is. And unfortunately, that's what people are going to remember. They are always going to remember that moment in that match. But they had whatever it was, 25 minutes before that, where these two guys just absolutely killed each other. 
And there were a couple of explosions, as you mentioned, that went off really, really well. I have a lot of problems with how this match was structured, why they decided to do it inside Daly's place as opposed to TII Bank Center. To me, they built up something they couldn't deliver, and they shouldn't have done that. We're, we're Americans, damn it. We've seen Hollywood action flicks. We like things blowing up. We know what explosions are. And if you were going to go all out, I mean, even if they would have had the explosions, I think that they mentally that you, you see they had planned. Was that really what you were expecting? You were expecting this thing to be over the top. We, we sometimes feel like there feels like there's more pyro for Cody's entrances than there was for that last big blow up. So they made mistakes there. But unfortunately, what will get forgotten about or, or what should not get forgotten about is how well they worked that match. Because as a deathmatch expert will tell you, and I'm not one of them, you still need psychology to make a deathmatch work. Otherwise, it's all garbage. And they did that. I get a moment of Observer Live. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800 That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So... ECW actually did two exploding matches, okay? <laughs> so there's the famous one from the year 2000, which was a dud. Oh, yeah. And there was another one that people don't talk about a lot that was from 1993, okay? So the 1993 exploding, it was like an exploding cage match or something like that. And it was Public Enemy versus Bad Company. And... There's some big rigmarole, but anyway, Paul Diamond and might have been Rocco Rock, but for sure it was Paul Diamond. They ended up in this cage, and it was going to blow up, okay? So I've heard two stories about what actually happened, okay? Paul Diamond's version is that there was like some, some flash paper or something, and they played the sound of an explosion over the PA, and, like, there was this puff, and everyone's screaming, shouting refunds, and it was a complete disaster. That's that's Paul Diamond's side of the story. The other side of the story that I heard from somebody else who was there was whatever they had planned was a total dud. And so Todd Gordon got on the mic and went, <laughs> over the house mic. <laughs> but anyway, complete and utter disaster. It was, like, so embarrassing that it was banished from ECW. Like, there was no footage. Never aired on TV. Nobody was ever allowed to talk about it again. Any of these things, like, lead to the demise of ECW? No. Like, everybody knew when you're going to do a barbed wire exploding death match, either the bombs are good and it's a good match, or whatever it is. Either the bombs are good and it's a good or bad match, or the bombs are a dud and it's just a disaster, okay? Well, the bombs were a dud. It sucked. But it's not the end of the world. There was a lot of stuff on the pay-per-view. There was good and bad. I mean, whatever you want to think about particular matches or whatever, I thought that the Maki Ito, Britt Baker, Thunder Rose, and Riho match was good. I thought Young Bucks versus Jericho and MGF for the AEW Tag Team titles, I thought that was a great match. Young Bucks won, beating Jericho, which is leading to a inner circle powwow on Wednesday where a lot of people are expecting <laughs> might be curtains for Jericho here in the inner circle, but we'll see. Tag Team Battle Royal, there were spots that were rushed, but I thought that was a good match. The last few seconds with Jungle Boy, actually it was a few minutes, Jungle Boy and and Phoenix were awesome, and Phoenix won, so we're getting Phoenix and Pac versus the Young Bucks, and you're depressed? We had Hikaru versus Ryu Mizunami for the AW Women's title. Do I really need to talk about this? Just a bunch of crazy people. We had Miro and Kip versus the Best Friends. Pretty much exactly what I expected. Miro, they're starting the Miro push, so he just massacred everybody and ignored when Penelope got killed 
ignored that her husband cared about her. He just wanted to win and do violence. So I think that trio might not be long for the world. Hangman Page beat Matt Hardy. Big money match. No, Matt Hardy did not join the, join the Dark Order. What idiot thought that would be a good idea? He was helped by the Dark Order. He hit the big buckshot lariat, got the pin. Happy ending. Babyface as friends. I thought that was great. Ladder match was won by Scorpio Sky. So he will get a shot at the TNT title on Wednesday. Wasn't a great ladder match, but I thought it was good. They had a lot of cool spots. It was certainly not a bad ladder match. A lot of exciting things. We had the Sting and Darby versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks cinematic match. That seemed to be universally liked. Everybody seemed to think that that was a great match. And then we had the exploding barbed wire death match, which, as a match, I thought was as good an exploding barbed wire death match as you're going to get. Again, the bar is low. And then they had the dud at the end, which, of course, as we have learned over the years, People remember the last thing on the show. That's what they're always going to remember about this exploding barbed wire death match. They're not going to remember the guys working their asses off. They're not going to remember it being a very good match. They're going to remember that the explosion was a dud, which is unfortunate. But you know what? When you roll the dice on an exploding match, sometimes that's the risk you take and the gamble doesn't pay off. That was a show. I disagree with you about something that you brought up twice on the two shows last night that you did with Vinny and with Dave about if it was pitch black. Oh, come on. Here's and here's the only reason why. Because I, 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 I see your thinking on this, but you know what? It just almost would have been worse because it would have been like a cartoon where everything goes out and then you get the four sparklers. And it's like and I understand what you're saying. And that's why I thought that they would have had this on the 50 yard line because of aesthetics, because there's all this stuff you can do where shooting off fireworks from the top of the building when it happens. And, you know, like it's the Super Bowl and you have these landmines going off in different places where. You know, it looks like there's all of this wildness that's that's happening. So how they set the thing up and why they did it in Daly's Place, the assumption I guess I have is they did not want to have it away from fans because you're already having a cinematic match that you're making them sit there for. But to be honest with you, it's 1,300 fans. It's a TV product. No offense to the 1,300 fans, but I don't think that they would have really – pitched that big of a fit if they had to also watch that on the screen and you had all of this carnage that was taking place next door and like i mentioned it's a television product there's 1300 people there so i'm sorry if their feelings would have gotten hurt but you know aesthetically i think if you did that especially in the darkness that would have worked but there was no saving last night, even because the bomb went into business for itself. I just think if it was pitch black, it almost would have made it worse. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with the 50-yard line or whatever, okay? Wherever you put this, whether the lights are on or off, it was a dud. Like, I, people seem to be confused here. That explosion was not the plan, Whatever they were going to do, it was supposed to be boom, 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 bam, 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 smoke, fire, and everything. That was the plan, and it was a dud. So, yes, you could have put it on the 50-yard line and set up everything, but they did set up everything, and it didn't go off. So it would have been on the 50-yard line, and you would have seen sparklers, and boom, boom, boom. Like, 
It doesn't matter. Lights on, lights off. The reason I said lights off was because part of the problem with the dud was you could see how far away they did actually have three explosions that that occurred. Okay, that's a thing. That's a big thing too. Because yes. you went, you've studied film, and you were in TV and things like that. If that, all the pictures and all of the shots that people took of those explosions going off from ground level made it look impressive, and that's that was a big issue too. Because if you would have went with those shots as opposed to that long shot then you would have actually seen all of the smoke rising. You would have seen the flashes go up, and that's all you would have seen from the ring, and then have everything rise up. That ended up being a mistake in hindsight, too, the way sure. they shot it. But my point is, because you could see, you could see when those bombs went off that they were nowhere near the ring. My theory was, if it was dark, and you just saw, I mean, the sparklers would have been lame no matter what, but with the sparklers, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 you could at least imagine it was in the middle of the ring. Instead, you could see that it was 30 feet away from the ring. So that was my point about it being dark. I mean, things are going to look more... Spe this is why the 4th of July happens at night. It's not like, hey, at noon on the 4th of July, we're going to shoot some fireworks up in the air. That would, no one would do for. that. You wait till it's dark, and then you shoot the stuff up in the air because it looks cooler. That was my point. But there was none... Th Here's the thing. There was no saving this. The, the, the thing no. was a dud. No. You, yeah. And here's one more thing. I know people are going to say that Brian's defending AW, but this one is also irritating me. They should have tested the bombs first. How? Bro, they Come did on. test they, the bombs first. Like they didn't have pro. When I go to buy fireworks, I go, hey, can I buy $50 worth of fireworks? Don't give me any duds. It's not like, oh, right, this guy paid 50 I'm going to give him eight well, duds. You don't know what's like, going to be a dud. Did AEW, like, that would be the equivalent of then saying after you bought that stuff, hey, Brian, why don't you and your friends come over and get drunk around the grill, like, you know, a bunch of, like, old fathers and uncles like you are, and then set up this display for us, as if they did not have professionals in there. Like, you know, I, why they didn't go with the cane pyro out of the, the posts, I have no idea. They made errors that way. They obviously did, but, like... Oh I'm sure God. they actually spent some money on this, and they actually put some thought behind it. So it's not like they had lame dudes from off the street, you know, some drunk in, you know, like East Jacksonville. Like, you know, hey, come on, do you, do you think you can put this display on? I'm sure they actually had professionals come out there. For listen, sake. listen. Okay, hold on. First off, these people are killing me on this chat. <laughs> I know it's in vogue to have your conspiracy theories, but... it. The fire marshal did not show up and say they couldn't do a big bomb. Everybody, this. It, stop it. No, Vulcan right here. It was a dud. Okay? I heard weeks ago, I said it here on this show, that they were test, they tested these bombs out weeks ago. Okay? Listen, I don't make bombs, but I can tell you something. If you have a bomb and it blows up, you can't put it back in the bomb. It's done. It's blown up. The ones they tested... They were satisfied with. They thought it was going to be a good explosion. These were duds. Come That's on. it. There's no My conspiracy. God. There's no, it was the plan. It was a dud. That's conspiracy it. Conspiracy theories over this. Cue bomb? Is that what this is now? This is what yes. this is turning into? Jiminy Christmas. You're working with bombs. You know what I'm saying? You're working with fireworks. Sometimes they don't go off right. Sometimes they blow your hand off. That's Jason Pierre. Thank Paul. God we didn't have that last night. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
popcorn for movie night? Whoa, who are you? This is your wake-up call from Track Foam Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But Track Foam Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. Track Foam Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh, you're burning it. Oh, no. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TRUNK for a 50 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TRUNK for a 50 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRUNK. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Come on, come on, turn away. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Somebody in the chat was mentioning that some people are saying that AEW needs to learn from this, and he said, what is there to learn? Well, there is something to learn. There's three things to learn from last night's show. Number one. And it's better to under-promise and over-deliver. Fact. That should be obvious. Number two. I can't remember what number two was. But number three is, don't have matches with bombs! Also a fact. Last night. It's not even last night. I mean, there were two mystery people on the show. 
I had no idea, you morons. I had no idea who these two people were, okay? But what I did know, actually, I didn't even know this, but I figured, I was 99% sure that it was going to be Christian as Paul White's surprise, okay? I, I thought it could be Ethan Page. I thought it could be Speedball Mike Bailey. I thought it could be Chris Hero. Those were the people that I thought it might be for the ladder match. But I didn't know either, okay? But I did come on here on this show, and I explained why it was not going to be The Rock, Brock, CM Punk. John Cena. John Cena, okay? It's ridiculous, all right? It's ridiculous. Now, I don't want to get too mad at the fans because there was a lot of hype about this person. Hall of Fame-worthy wrestler, one of Tony Khan's favorite wrestlers of all time. Obviously, you're going to be thinking of someone like CM Punk or Brock or whoever, okay? As soon as they say, as soon as Big Show on the show said that this person could outwork anybody in the locker room, I was 99.99999% sure it was Christian, but I didn't know, okay? Now, a lot of fans were expecting someone much bigger than Christian. I know that Dave kind of blamed the fans, saying, well, if you listen to us, you shouldn't have thought that. I mean, he is right. I mean, we basically told you it wouldn't be, but... You're you're welcome to think whatever you want. If you wanted to think it was The Rock and get excited, that that that's fine. The guy Tony Khan really built this up. So if you were let down, well, the 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 lesson here is you should underpromise and overdeliver. They should not have even mentioned that they had a big signee. Should have just been right before the main event. There's a podium. What's a podium doing out here? All of a sudden, the music hits. Christian Cage appears on the screen. The place would have gone nuts. Guy comes out. Signs a contract, away they go. You know who they did go nuts for? Maki Ito. Because she wasn't supposed to be on the show, and she comes out in the opener, the place goes crazy. Holy smokes, Maki Ito is here! Because they underpromised, and they over-delivered. So that, to me, was the big lesson from the show last night. There was another one. What was the other one I had last night, everybody? I had two. Anybody? Somebody's got to have it here. But yeah, the other one is don't, don't have a bomb. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Don't have a match involving a bomb or, like, an animal. They don't know how to work. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, there's a lot of famous... Can't have a match with an ape? Who knows what that ape's going to do? Besides get vaccinated. Working bear. You're still upset about that, I know. But look at the the working bears from over the years of of Terrible Ted and all that sort of stuff. They work better than than, than some of the roster. Thank you, 64. Go ahead. You reminded me. God. 64? Yeah. The, the, what ha- what 64 here said, reminding me, was the other oh. lesson tonight is that there should be a happy medium, okay? Oh. And the, there were many examples last night, uh, the one of which was when they did their Tag Team Royal Rumble, what WWE does is they fudge the times. So they allow the performers to get their spot in at their pace, and then when the spot's done, they hit the 10-second clock. So sometimes it's 90 seconds, sometimes it's a minute 40 Sometimes it's ridiculous. Like this year, there was like a three-minute and 30-second interval because some people were really slow. But to me, that's superior than putting the, the time on the screen and making everybody rush because they have to get it done before that counts down to zero. Well, Brian, but the problem with that is maybe you shouldn't have that many spots well, lined out for the Battle Royal. You could argue that, but they did. And, and the positive that I take out of that Battle Royal more than anything, because I, I did pick 
Pac and Phoenix just because I thought the Young Bucks were going to win their match. That's kind of how I was drawing that line there. But the most impressive thing is uh, the Acclaimed weren't in it. FTR wasn't in it. TH2 wasn't in it. I'm forgetting some teams that weren't in it, and they still had 15 tag teams, as well as the Young Bucks and, and Taz's crew that wasn't involved. I mean, their tag team situation is epic, and I hope if the Forbidden Door ever kicks open, what they should have is a never six-man open weight tag team championship match on the line where if AEW wins that match with their uh, competitors, they take that title because New Japan doesn't need it. AEW needs it. And their tag team division, Jim Crockett Jr. just passed away. And we're going on the, I believe, God, what is it now, 35th anniversary of the very first Crockett Cup held in New Orleans where they had 24 teams from all over the country. Big names at that time, too, you know, coming in from the Pacific Northwest and, and Mid-South, wherever they could actually get people to to, to, to you know, work with them. I love that, and I love tag team wrestling. So that's one of the big things about last night was forget about the fact they even had the Battle Royal. Just that lineup they have of teams is so impressive, and it's so great for somebody like me that loves that sort of stuff. Dude, I need to just get off this chat. Killing you. Should they have asked Deathmatch legend Dr. Luther about exploit? Dude, oh, they had a great bomb. It didn't go off. The, the rope bombs. You know what I need to put behind me? History. I have a new idea. I'm going to build a new studio. Uh, I'm going to put a brick wall behind me. I'm going to start turning around. I'm going to start. They had a bomb planned. That's what I'm doing right here. Yeah, but then you're going to start banging Jesus, your head help me. It. God help me. I'm going to the phones. I can't take anymore. Oh, Jesus. Honolulu, you're on the air. I've never been so happy to hear you. <laughs> hey, hey. Shout out to my homie, Max Caster, who dropped a huge pipe bomb on Rivers Cuomo. Uh, I just want to, wait, okay. Shoot. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no, 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 I forgot my, no, I'm, I got Get my out of here, you geek. You're oh. on the line, you're on the line for six minutes, you brick wall. If a brick wall had a brain, it would be a walnut brain. Arlington, Virginia, save the show. Yo, Ishmael, Virginia here. I want to say first that I agree with what Mike was saying. I also assumed it was going to be in the Jaguar Stadium at the, uh, as also as a pre-tape for the death match, and where I thought when the countdown clock was going off, the clock going off was so frenetic and so like intense was, that I was like, oh, "It was hilarious. We, it was awesome." We need to see a mushroom cloud by the time this countdown clock goes off, or it's going to be a disappointment. I was thinking before the clock hit zero, and I assumed when it went down to the wire, they were going to cut away to like an overhead shot in a helicopter or a drone of the stadium. And have a pre-tape at that point. Well, the problem is they had 1,300 live fans there. I mean, it's not the worst idea, but, I mean, because they had so many fans, if this had been during the true empty arena era, this would have been insanely awesome. But it wasn't. That's that's, that's what I was hoping for. But you know what? If you're doing that... The way it went off, there's not much you could have done. If you're doing that, though, in, in the stadium, it doesn't matter about the fans because the fans aren't in there. So you could have pulled off that trick... And then gone back to a live shot with a scarred up or a, just a whatever you were going to do is the big the big finish there. And I know a lot of people are saying that hey, there was uh, whatever was inside the TIA Bank Field yesterday. They had it rented out. Okay, fine. They knew that way in advance. They knew they were having this show in advance. Do it in the parking lot. Do it in an open space. Do it somewhere other where you could have some of that stuff that I was talking about because. 
Well, we're still Again, dealing with I, the issue that it was a dud. It would have been a dud in a parking lot. But if you had all that other stuff, like if you took it to the level that I thought they were going to take it to, it, you would have had more to fall back on because you would have had more, you know, chicanery and, and nonsense and, and all that gaga going off. So you wouldn't have been so reliant on just those three and the sparklers coming out of the uh, out of the post. Yes, Shane, I agree. No gift subs in the chat today, especially those people, those walls. Tim, you're on the air. What's going on? I am. Brian, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. Oh, get out of here, Tim. Don't be a gimmick. They they stole my golden hemorrhoid donut to use in that ladder match. I'm depressed. But on the show, I was in a Facebook. That's the second guy who's mentioned a golden hemorrhoid donut. Someone else texted me. (laughs) What in God's name is a golden hemorrhoid donut? It's what. Do I even want to know? You have roids. Anyways, as, as I was saying, I was in a Facebook chat, and people were being, like, really negative about the show. I don't know if it was the full moon or, or, or something else going on. Maybe it was but the I bomb was, that like, didn't go show. off. I thought, I thought the – no, I'm even before that. I'm oh, before like, that, yeah. Throughout the show, they're like, oh, this is, a, this is a four out of five. And I was like, this is actually a pretty freaking good show. I mean, the <laughs> – Wait, you know, the their complaint was, was it was a four out of good. five? Did I hear that right? No, no, I mean a four or a five, like on a – Oh, I see, out of scale. ten, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I, I so I really liked it, but I will tell you the Christian thing really bugged me because when you know over the, the last year, year and a half, whatever, when they bring in ex WWE guys and people go, oh, they're just like TNA, they're just like TNA. I twist myself into a pretzel to say, no, this isn't like TNA because this isn't like TNA because I ran out of becauses because they literally went out and brought in the same guy that TNA brought in back in the day to try to elevate them, except now the guy's fifty years old. Well, listen, Tim, I want to thank you very much for the call. So I want to say one thing, okay? Yes, everyone makes all of these comparisons to Impact because Impact brought in a whole bunch of, of, of WWE guys that WWE wasn't doing anything with and blah, 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 blah. Yes, that happened. Yes, it sucked, okay? But you know what? Do you guys remember the early days of World Championship Wrestling? Do you guys remember what Diesel was when he came in as Kevin Nash? He was a failed WWF champion that they weren't doing anything with. Razor Ramon had never gotten past the Intercontinental title, uh, whatever. And, I mean, he wasn't like a tippy-top star. I mean, people knew who he was. He was a famous guy, but he wasn't like, you know, whoever. Lex Luger was, like, doing tag matches, and they he was doing so little he wasn't even signed at the time. I mean, the fact of the matter is... And my point is, it worked, okay? Now, there's a difference here, obviously. It worked early on in WCW. It didn't work later on in WCW. It didn't work in TNA. You can't just say it's not going to work in AEW. Is Christian going to come in and go... You remember when Christian was in Impact? He was undefeated despite having two world title reigns in Impact. How do you do that? Well, somehow he never got beaten. He won the title. Somehow he lost the title without getting beaten, and then he won the title again, okay? The problem was they brought these guys in, and the booking was an atrocity, okay? If they bring in these WWE guys, and Christian is the world champion, and Miro is the uh, TNT champion, and Cesar Bono, it's a bad example, but whoever. <laughs> like, if if the whole top of the card is old WWF guys, WWE guys, they beat all the AW guys, they're all dorks or whatever. Yeah, clearly we have a problem. Is there a place for a Christian? Yes. Is there a place for a Sting? 
Yes. Is there a place for a Jericho? Yes. Is there a place for a Big Show? Yes. It all depends on what you do with them. You can't say it's a great idea. You can't say it's a terrible idea. All you can say is it's an idea and we'll see if it ends up a success or a failure. It's worked before in wrestling history and it's failed before in wrestling history. We have to see what they do with these guys. Why is this so hard? You got two hours of network TV time. That's the only thing you got working against you because you want to have a place for everybody. But when you blend these guys in and you do it in an appropriate way, everybody wins. You need a temporary guy who can be more of an on-screen you know, enforcer role for management. Christian could be that guy. You have guys that need to, big guys that need to learn how to work. Actually, sometimes slow, slow things down. Big Show's perfect for that. Sting's got a place. Everybody seems to have a place. Jake Roberts, maybe not so effective, but as long as you blend everybody in, it can be a positive. Yeah, Sting really ruined that show last night. Back in a moment, <laughs> Observer Live. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. 
Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. The show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. This person here says, I'm skeptical his last name, by the way, is Boom Bot. Considering the addition of notable talent like Christian, Sting, etc., when can we expect AEW to begin cutting talent? Listen, there's no reason for them to cut any talent right now. They've been profitable for quite a while. They're charging 50 bucks per pay-per-view every three months. They signed a brand new television deal that has resulted in tens of millions of dollars more per year annually, guaranteed, with these television deals. And they've got Dynamite, Dark, Elevation, and they have another one-hour show that's going to be debuting sometime over the next year, year and a half or whatever that's been guaranteed in this contract. So, yes, right now, if you're only watching Dynamite, it seems like they've got way too much talent and not enough television time. But they're looking at this as, it's exactly like, actually, it's different than WWE. They're looking at it like WWE in the sense that we're content creators. And the more content we create, the more lucrative content creation deals we'll get down the road, which is true. Unlike WWE, they are not a publicly traded company. So WWE is always looking at, well, it's a pandemic and... And we'll, we'll cut all these people in the middle of the pandemic to make the bottom line look better for investors. Tony Khan doesn't need to do that. The company needs to be profitable. It is profitable. So there is no immediate need to cut anybody. And as far as like, you know, they should cut Joey Janela. Dude, Joey Janela, first off, the reason you didn't see him for a long time was that he had been injured. And he was injured for a while. And then he returned. But they need Joey Janela's. They need everybody with the idea that they're going to be having four weekly shows between television and YouTube over the next year. So, no, no one's being cut, in, or cut anytime soon unless something happens. Right time. Mike, thanks. Callers and listeners, some of you. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.